I'm ready to start rapping. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie to you. Yeah. I'm ready to start spitting. Yeah. Hey, man. Welcome to our new podcast, talk show, whatever y'all want to call it. Welcome to Off the Records. I'm uh, one of your co hosts, Glenn Gibbons. I'm here with my fellow brothers, Jason King and Alan Smith. You can catch our podcast every Wednesday. We don't know what time yet. We'll give you about five o'clock, but just know Wednesdays, podcast will be dropping and uh, off the record. You'll have your favorite your favorite trio, your new upcoming favorite trio. So uh and this bitch, you know what I'm saying? Make sure you watch and subscribe at our YouTube channel, um, off the record, and follow our Instagram page and we'll have all the more information for you guys. Uh so I just know I'm very excited to finally get this so- kicked off. I know we've been talking about this for a minute. So been been waiting. Uh so our podcast is pretty much about pop culture, everyday life, and or what Alan Smith likes to say, shooting the shit, shoot, shoot, right. shooting the shit. <laughs> shooting the shit. I mean, that's a pretty general way to keep it, keep it general, right? So as he, as he said, you know, we're just gonna keep it real general and uh, just kind of say what's on our mind. I mean, that's that's kind of why we came up with the name off the record. Uh, I mean, I know I know they'll like to say, but. I just know me off the record. When you think off the record, you're just like, hey, under the table, tell me that real right. shit. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, when you're in a room right. with a bunch of people, like the conversation real surface level because it's on the record. I'm saying, right. Like, you can't talk about what you really <laughs> want to talk about most of the time just because, like, you know, you got to keep it light. But, you know, here off the record, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is a space where we can speak freely. You know what I'm saying? Like, really express take, ourselves. Take that, our take that needle off the record. <laughs> we finna come up with all kinds of jokes for off the record <laughs> for sure um well let me let me open up the discussion to ask this at least for you guys why why did you guys want to start the podcast i guess i could you should i feel like oh yeah for sure my bad, Deshaun, but i mean for me at least since graduating uh last year 2021 kind of just going into the workforce and all that, you know, it kind of, it changed your perspective in a bit or in a way because like you kind of, you got all these constraints, you know what I'm saying? Like you kind of got to act a certain way. You got to move a certain way. Your time isn't necessarily yours. Right. So I just felt like this is like another way that I could just, you know, be great and be free, you know, just, just make more shit with the homies. That's all I really enjoy doing is just like creating things and sharing it. Absolutely. I do feel that you kind of get into like a routine and things. So this is kind of, you know what I'm saying? Kind of help you out a little bit. Right. Yeah. But King, what, were, what were we saying though? Um, Personally for me, I, I won't even lie. I was like, I was hesitant with the idea of a podcast just because like, I know like these days everybody wants to be like, oh, let's start a podcast. Let's start a podcast because everybody feels like their opinion is important. But it was like, once I let go of that, 
and it was like, yo, this isn't about like, you know what I'm saying? This is just like a, a shared space that we all have to where we can share our thoughts, opinions, and just, you know, I almost see this as like a place to vent. Cause like, it's hard to find people to really have like genuine conversation with conversations with these days, especially because, you know, coming out of the pandemic and everything like that, like, kind of like you said, this is off the record because like when you're in public places, everything is surface level, but like, I know what y'all and like through this podcast and everything, like this is just the place where I could just really keep it real and just keep it a buck. So I'm excited. Plus it's giving me something productive to do rather than just me like sitting around doing nothing. I feel like I'm actually contributing to something and putting something together. So that I really like to work. Right. Mm-hmm. Keep it a buck to fifty. It's always good to obviously keep keep your creative juices flowing. That's why they tell you to like read books and shit. So you can right. you know, think more have a more broad thought thought process. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. like obviously we get to come together once a week now and be able to talk about this. And I know I was looking forward to this like a lot. All week. Right? All week. We started talking about it. Right. 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 So we're definitely trying to put together the most uh professional podcast for for our for our listeners or viewers or if you're not listening, you're not viewing, it's just us. We really don't give a fuck. But <laughs> we putting it together and you know, y'all gonna y'all gonna like this shit. I, I, I definitely feel it. Um right. it's it's gonna be a fun journey. We're just happy to bring y'all along with us, man. So episode one, start with something. something episode special. Episode one. It's the pilot. It's the pilot. You said the pilot. <laughs> yeah, you know on Netflix they all the episode one usually be pilot. <laughs> yeah. The Trace oh, McGrady man. episode. That hold on, that nigga was number one though, right? Yeah. Yeah, going? when he played for the Rockets. Okay. Sure. That Ozzy Smith episode. Man, it. It was his hat, Mr. Krabs. He was number one. I didn't feel like that context fit, but. I'm gonna leave it out there. It's okay. Hey, it's definitely Can y'all tell it's definitely doing? okay. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You ain't even got to be more inconspicuous. But at this point, yeah. I'm like, no way these niggas don't know. <laughs> but you know what? I think that's just us. We know, but the audience, yeah. hey, the like interpretation. The shoulder, like, the way my why does nigga out the camera so much? Right, and it's just because like, <laughs> I I just I know that position very well. Hey, hell yeah! You've seen it live many times. Many times, <laughs> crunched over. One of the things I do like about this. Go ahead. Yep. No, I was, no, I was just gonna say I, I, I could just thing. feel, I could feel how this is, this is going to get better. Like from episode one, you look back. We had episode fifty, and you look back like, damn, bro, like we really made it. This look far. how smooth, get better. Look how, look how smooth it is right now. Right. I'm going to get a haircut. You know what I'm saying? It's going to get better immediately. <laughs> immediately. <laughs> immediately. So, oh, we cool. We kicking it. We kicking it. But yeah, before uh, about that Jeffrey Dahmer, uh, or not episode, but the goddamn, you know what I'm saying? The Netflix series. Oh, we finished it. to it. I love it. Mm-hmm. I have watched the whole thing. I haven't watched it. Just personally, man. I would recommend it because, like, it's entertaining to watch, but I don't, man, I, I, I'll i say I'll recommend it. It's a good watch. You know what I'm saying? The episodes are, they're good. I felt like the hardest thing for me watching that was just because, like, his persona and, like, his character 
like it's not like um what was that other serial killer that was super popular like one or two years ago zach efron played his character ted bundy Mm -hmm. so like ted bundy's character was like charismatic and like he was you know doing stuff to get girl like lure women into his trap but jeff is like boring to say the least like he's just right like he didn't have very good social skills like the way he talked is real monotone. He had no inflection in his voice. So, like, there were times where I was falling asleep because, like, he'd be like, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, I can't deal. Like, I can't, I can't deal. But at the same time, it was intriguing to watch because it's like, yo, this dude is so crazy. Like, how did he even get to this point? And it's almost like, I feel like the show did a really good job showing you how he went from, well, I don't think he was ever really normal, but how we got to that extreme. So I recommend it. I was uh I was listening to the Joe Budden podcast mm-hmm. and like they brought up like a good point and it made me like start thinking like mm, they might have a point. And it's just like how you said that uh like it's boring and shit. But mm-hmm. like you know you'd still recommend it and shit. Mm-hmm. I'm so sorry. She's tweaking. <laughs> you can't even hear the dog. Oh, okay, good, 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 good. But uh, no, they were they were pretty much saying like they they brought up a good point. They said it's recreating his story. Is it wrong? And I was like, mm, at first, I was like, eh, like it's just a TV show. But like the more they went into it, I was like, damn, bro, like he low key got a point. You know, Joe Budden be saying some off the wall ass shit since day one right but like he actually had a point because he was like why do we need to know who jeffrey dahmer is right and like why are we bringing this shit back up to like dehumanize the victims Mm. and and, Mm. and all and all that but i mean that i feel like that comes with like any documentary that that is written or directly i feel like for joe button of all people to say that in my opinion, it's kind of like what they call it. It's kind of a contradiction when you think about the whole like genre of rap and shit like that. How we idolize like all this gang violence and all this different type of shit. So like, if we gonna be able to, you know, what I'm saying, put that in music, why wouldn't a director, you know, what I'm saying, be able to try and invoke that same emotion through a movie or a TV show? You know what I mean? No, I, I definitely I, understand like how like you know real families were affected by the shit like for sure. I'm mm. sure there's like survivors of the shit and all that. So it's always you know what I'm saying that that would you go ahead. Would you feel some type of way if your grandma was one of Jeffrey Dahmer's victims and this shit is coming back up in the media? Oh hell yeah! Like Absolutely. they would have to they would have to cut you a check type shit. Yes, there's yeah. definitely going to be some what they call it, the goddamn financial compensation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, right. Some of the 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 oh my gosh, they talk about it. The royalties, that's right. what it is. Right. Yeah, so I feel like that should be what I was saying though. Like, okay. I hope the family is being paid. That's but the problem. If you want to know one thing that I feel like is stirring up a lot of controversy with this particular docu-series or docu-show is just the way that it was filmed because like we've got documentaries about 
anybody, whether it be good, bad, indifferent, but you never hear anybody say like, why are we recreating a story? Just because like the general definition of a documentary is just like, okay, here's a presentation of the facts, like photos, pictures, usually some monotone talking about some in this year. Yeah, uh, like you know what I'm saying. Right. But like, this is the right. first time we've seen a documentary like as a TV show, or maybe not because I guess the Ted Bundy series was kind of like a TV. I honestly didn't I didn't watch, watch it. that one either, so I'm not sure. But I feel like this is the first time that a documentary has been created in the eyes of like a TV show, like a TV series. Like the characters in there were like, yeah, they were representing real people, but it was almost like a TV show that you would see like on TV. And I think right. that that kind of plays more of an impact because the way we see TV shows is like we idolize those characters, you know, we like the actors and everything like that. But Jeffrey Dahmer is such a, a serious individual. Like this, this case is like kind of ugly. It's like something that we don't really want to talk about. So it's like, why would we recreate that story in such a fashion? I'm actually glad you say we idolize them. Like, not like we, but like that brings up another good point of just like when we're telling his story and shit, you're almost to a sense like, giving some crazy ass motherfuckers out there some inspiration type shit where Sparking they're like them. oh my god i'm yeah. trying to be like jeffrey Dahmer. i'm trying to be the next jeffrey Dahmer because we can't act like that shit has not happened in the past like some wild shit has happened and people are like i'm just trying to be the next them so we're we're almost to right. a sense like giving these people a platform to be like like we're giving them the me- the media footage that they want like they're like I want to be the next Jeffrey Dahmer so I'm gonna go out and do a whole bunch of crazy shit just so I can get my name on the news and y'all gonna talk about me. It's almost like you giving them the game plan, like, giving them inspiration, right? But y'all ever mm-hmm. seen Scream? Like the first couple ones? Yes. Like that was their whole like mo. Like they was like, you know, what I'm saying they were just trying to recreate what they had seen on TV. I just don't understand like how somebody like how a real life person could like think like that. <sighs> That's like, fuck, crazy. I'm going to try and be, be like what I see. Or I guess I could because it's like people can either emulate positive things or emulate negative things. So, I mean, I But it's still it's crazy to think that story. somebody could be like, I want to go out here and go kill a whole bunch of motherfuckers because I'm trying to be the next enemy. That is why. Bro. <laughs> that's, that's so crazy. But almost like I think that the show kind of explains that too. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm, I'm, well, no, nah, I ain't going to spoil nothing because it's, it's historical. I'm but like with in the show, they kind of. I probably won't watch it. Oh, bet I'm gonna get loose then. Like so in the show, you can spoil it. When he goes to jail, they talk about like they show scenes of like him watching like John Wayne Gacy, and John Wayne Gacy was almost like the second coming of Jeffrey Dahmer. Like, mind you, he was crazy in his own ways, and he didn't necessarily torture his victims the same way. But it was almost almost like Jeffrey seeing like how he was like the inspiration for someone else. To go out and do the same thing, it was it's it's crazy. Did they, so, crazy. they show like how that affected him? Like, did it seem like that made him happy, or did he seem remorseful about it? I like the way the show made it seem was like he was trying. Like, they made it. Well, I guess he claimed that he knew that he was evil. He knew that he was wrong. You know what I'm saying? He knew what he was doing, but then. Like at that point of the show, he starts getting into like religion because he's in jail and everything like that. And it's just like more of a, is it is there a way that he can be forgiven for the things that he's done? And he, he wants to like, be forgiven or he didn't give a fuck? He just, this is other people saying that. Honestly, it's kind of up for your interpretation because like he says, like 
he asked the question, like he asked the priest, like, yo, can I, is it possible for me to be forgiven for everything that I've done? Cause he's well aware of the fact that he was killing everybody. Like he says, like, there are like live recordings of him saying like, I knew exactly what I was doing. I knew it was wrong, but it was like an impulsive decision. And it's See, like, and it's still up to be you. motherfuckers out here trying to give him the benefit of the doubt. That's what right. blew me. In the show, he had fans. He had fans. Like, he had people mailing him money and, like, sending him cards and, like, saying, yo, bro, you're my, my inspiration. Like, da, da, da. I think what you did was so cool. Like, bro, it's wild as fuck. And I hate to cuss, but, that? like, right. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what type of people these were. They don't tell you, but it's just like, you know, he gets like all these cards. I already know. I already know. We know. <laughs> you know, you know it, don't, it don't have to be said, but I'm just saying, like, only a certain demographic was sending this nigga shit. It, it, it's off the record. We. <laughs> yeah, like, come on now. It ain't nothing about that. Like, and that's what I heard too. Like, I heard that he had, like, quote unquote, accepted Christ and all that. You know what I'm saying? Why See, that shit is like, so bullshit to me. Right. And that's honestly. I mean, I guess like this might be a beautiful segue into another, you know, what I'm saying topic. Just like, like how is religion like that? Like, how can you really be so like so fucking crazy throughout your whole life, and then you get right up to the point where it's like, did they uh, sentence him to the death penalty, or did they just give him like I'm not sure what the sentence was. They gave him like hundreds of life sentences. Maybe not hundreds. He, it's exaggerated, he, but he died in jail though. A didn't couple, he? yes. Okay, so- Regardless, my point is he understood the fact that at the time he went to jail, that was it for him. He probably, you know what I'm saying, wasn't going to be able to move how he wanted to be. So he was like, at this point, I'm a dying here. Let me just try and accept Christ. So in the afterlife, I can just try and be cool. I don't understand that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I get it. Like, you got to forgive motherfuckers and shit like that. But, man, you, you talking about, like, tens of hundreds of people was affected by this. Like, torture. Like, not just, you know what I'm saying, some... Some killing, like somebody cut me off in traffic. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go clean this nigga. But we're talking about like stalking <laughs> motherfuckers, going out and like really being cynical about this shit, and then calling oh, yourself like, a Christian and being like, you know what, I'm holy as hell. How? If I was at the gates, I'd be like, oh no, I'm playing. <laughs> you're wild, not you not playing. No, I'm playing. Come you up in here, brother. You, you saw what the fuck you were just doing. Uh-uh. Yeah, we seen it. <laughs> we seen it all. Mm-mm. We watched you mm-hmm. the whole time. But apparently they letting this nigga in. That's that's my <laughs> understanding of it. No, for sure. <laughs> for sure. And like not we even to, to get into the religion conversation, but that's just based on the idea that like Jesus and God are like the most grace. They offer like so much grace that no matter what wrong you've done, no matter what like, no matter what, they sure. offer so much grace for you to rise above your sins. And it's almost as if, like, you're leaving the old person behind and becoming a new person. However, that's hard to come to terms with when it comes to the things that he was doing and, like, the torture that he was putting other people through. And it's, like, the lives that he was affecting. It's crazy. I feel like there should be some type of rule book, like, within the Bible that's saying, like, we forgive you, but, like, but <laughs> under a certain extent, when you start doing some crazy shit, that's when it's like it's unsalvageable. Right. <laughs> and the fact that those, those isn't in there, I feel like that's why everything is up for interpretation. This mm-hmm. is true. Yeah, the whole TV show is like up for interpretation because, like me personally, 
I didn't know how, I didn't know if I believed how serious he was about, cause he got, he gets baptized. And like one of the craziest things in that is like the day he gets, the day Jeff Dahmer gets baptized is the same day as John Wayne Gacy getting lethal injection and the same day that like a solar eclipse happened. Nigga, we live in a simulation. <laughs> that should, yeah. that should tell you right there. <laughs> <laughs> so like, right there. like that's one of the things that they do highlight in the um in the tv show but john Wayne gacy was wild and he was a his last i think his la- his real last words were like y'all can kiss my ass yeah that nigga standing on his shit for life Somebody no that, no <laughs> he for was life. really like like the way the way Jeff went about it was like, yo, I want to be forgiven. John was like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> it's well, not funny. Know. But I was just like, damn. Yeah. Hey, King, it's off I mean, the record, it is bro. Kind of funny. If, pe- if people take offense to this, come on now. This is just you ain't gotta watch. Like it. You don't you, <laughs> you don't turn it off. Watch. I just want to tell everybody right now, like you're getting upset because we came in hot on our first episode. I ain't gonna lie, we're coming in hot right now. Well, on the old Christian, nah, no cap. Christianity topic of religion. But, is, bro. Like, that, but that's there. what I'm saying. I don't care. I don't care. Yeah. yeah Respect But how mad do you have to be as a person? Because that, <laughs> to really like, even on your deathbed, be like, y'all can kiss my ass. Bro was locked in. He said, yeah. Hey, hey. But it's almost to the same point where it's bro. like, you said you cut somebody off in traffic. For that person to really follow you the whole way and still be that mad when they see you, when they pull up at the red light, and it could be it. 20 minutes until they pull up at the red light to still be like, right, bro, I'm telling you, like that, that's perfect. Like, you really got to be careful about the shit you're doing on the road because of that very reason right there. Like, a perfect example of this. So, like, I'm on the highway a couple weeks ago, and uh, it's this woman behind me, or like, she was behind me and to the left. It's the three lane highway, right? So I just I need everybody to put their, their, their imagination caps on right okay. now. I'm in the middle lane, you know what I'm saying, going 75. And everybody who knows me knows that I fucking drive. Like, this is something that right. I do. I whips shit. So right. <laughs> I'm in the middle lane going 75. I'm about to make my merge over to the left as this car is passing me. And, you know, you know, it's another car in the back, but they probably like two car lanes behind. Two car lanes mm-hmm. behind. But you know how assholes be, you know what I'm saying? They're going to try and hurry up and speed up, close that gap before you can get over. But I'm, I'm, one, of them. You know <laughs> I'm one of them. <laughs> I hate motherfuckers like you. It's a special place in hell for people who do that type of shit. <laughs> I'll be like, I'm yo, not, I don't I'm not want them off, though. Do you consider really? that cutting you off, though? Like, if, nah. if you're trying to close that gap and I'm trying to get over, like, is that cutting you off or did you just basically set yourself up for that? In my no, head, you set yourself, you set yourself up for that. Yeah. That's because that 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 irritates me. Exactly. If I'm driving and you see you have to get over in the lane, especially if there's a fat ass arrow blinking telling you to get the fuck over, and you still gonna be it's like, right? I'm gonna press the issue for the last ten seconds and try to get over. And That's cool though. I got, over, I got I got in front of that bitch, and it was a woman. Bro. It was a white woman. She was driving her her husband's SUV or some shit like that. You know what I'm saying? So I get I get in front of her. And I always check my mirrors, bro. Like, I, I look in my mirror immediately, and this is all I see. Her face all scrunched up and shit. She giving me the middle finger. I'm like, cool. Like, as soon as people give me the middle finger on the road, I'm going to press the issue because you just fucked up. Like, this, I, I'm a teacher. I want to teach you something. 
you don't understand <laughs> people you're dealing with in a different vehicle. Like, you don't know what I got in this car. You don't know who's in this car. Right. Don't do that type of shit. So she tried to, like, give me the finger and, like, speed off, like, in the right lane uh, away from me and shit. Okay. So I'm like, hell no. Nah. <laughs> so I kind of, like, speed up. And, like, I'm chasing this bitch down, like, trying to, like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, speak my piece to the situation or whatever. So uh, she ended up in the middle lane. And I'm in the right lane now because, you know, I want to get, like, my driver's side up to her car and shit. So I pull up to her shit. I got my knees on the steering wheel, you know what I'm saying, making sure my shit's still going straight. You know what I'm saying? So I run out right. the window, and I gave her <laughs> like this. I was just going like this, laughing at her, because you could just tell how mad she was. You know what I'm saying? Like, somebody hurt this woman, and she was trying to take it out on me. That nigga gave her two <laughs> birds. <laughs> my nigga said, somebody hurt you. Two of the strong two. birds. You, see, you two. see these veins in my hands, nigga? Two. Right, like, I'm right. Not, I'm not even flexing it as hard as I could. When I tell you, you I gave her the strongest middle fingers I could, I promise you. Did you poke the lips in? Right, I right. Like, I was about to say. <laughs> I, I was like, laughing hey. at her ass like that's, this. Because I'm like, I'm like, fuck me. I'm like, no, not fuck me. Fuck you. You know what I'm saying? So that that whole situation go over. And, you know, I eventually get off on my exit or whatever. And then mm. as soon as I get off on my exit, I'm at the red light. And the first car to pull up behind me is this angry white woman. And I'm just looking in my, my rearview mirror, waving at her, laughing and shit like that. And she laughing and waving back. And I feel like that was the perfect, like way to make her understand that just because we was on this highway and you thought that you was going to be able to disrespect somebody and, and just not have to deal with the consequences, you know what I'm saying? Like, you got to be mm-hmm. careful because that shit could always come back in and fuck around and bite you in the ass. Because if, if I'm crazy, if I'm somebody who, like, really... Trying you could have been a Jeffrey Dahmer-ass like nigga. If anything, like, I could have just got off the car and, like, really, you know what I'm saying, fucked up this woman's life. But, you know, people don't think about that type of shit when they just be in the car mad about some shit because... Somebody hurt. You know what I mean? It'd be, it'd be some it'd be some little too. Like they could have really like had a bad day at work. Like they walking out the door and drop all their papers out they binder and that shit just pissed them off on the ride home. <laughs> no, real talk. Real talk. Me personally real, when it comes to comes a road rage, I feel like I don't even know, but I, I either I've heard stories or I've made up like scenarios in my own head. But I always think that like if I piss somebody off on the road, they gonna follow me. And they're going to be like, yo, nigga, you got a problem, what's up? And I, I personally don't want to deal with that. So, like, I don't flick nobody off. Like, somebody do something to me, I just keep my head straight. And I ain't even going to interact with nobody, especially because I live in Florida now. And there's too many people out here. And there's too many crazy people out here. You know, the, the whole Florida man. I ain't got time to be running into no Florida man. I'm tr- I, got a, I got a life that I'm trying to live. I got a career that I'm trying to pursue. I'll be damned if I get mad at somebody and the niggas start shooting out the window at me on the highway, bro, because, like, right. damn. So I, I just say you, you're better than you're better than a lot mm-hmm. of people. I, I just, I try to keep it cordial. I, I commend you for that. But if I fuck up, That's like, I if I know I fucked up, um, I'm not looking. Oh, yeah. If, if, I'm you, not doing if, nothing, you, um, if you mess <laughs> up, don't, don't look over. I'm not I'm looking gone. at nothing. I'm not breaking no type of neck. <laughs> <laughs> but like if somebody fuck up, I'ma look. I'm gonna be like, what was we doing? What we doing? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how many times that I, I must have put one hand off the wheel just like a All right. <laughs> hey, I I'll be quick to I honestly feel like doing? the whole like way we distribute licenses and shit like that should be changed. Like Everybody don't need to drive. That's just a simple fact. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
public transportation should be like the main source. People don't even utilize it like they should anymore. I feel like it should be, I'm not going to say extremely difficult because it should still be tangible, but I feel like it should be a little bit more difficult to get your license because it is too many people on the road who really don't know how to fucking drive. You well, one, I mean? you should have to renew your shit at a certain age. And I will stand on that to the day I die. I tell my grandma that because she like right. 70. Renew your shit, nigga. Like if you can't, if you can't drive, there, there's no way where you got cataracts in your eyes and shit and you still got a license. Right, next dip as hell, can't even really turn. You know what I mean? Ooh, like, bro, they they, they be old they be old as hell in the car, and you're telling me you can still operate a motorized vehicle? Right. Like, bro, they be in the left lane too, going fifty-five. You wanna know like that, that is that's crazy. Like it that's makes actually me really a good idea. Play bumper cars with the back of somebody's shit. Having okay. to get your license renewed. I feel like with anything anything else involving a car. You have to get renewed like yearly or like ever, ever so often. So like, who's to say that we couldn't just go take a driver's test? I would want to do it every year, but like, you know, every couple of years, I would be down for that. Cause you know, so much, so much can change in a couple of years. And I feel like people's driving ability could, could be impaired over certain amounts of time. The older you get, people get blind. Fuck is we doing? Facts. But I'm gonna tell you why they're not changing it. Sixteen year olds that can't drive, but I swear to God, I don't swear. But honest to God, truth, it's population control. That's why they haven't done shit about it. They know people is out here fucking up and they driving. (laughs) 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 Natural selection. (laughs) Population control. That might be. That might be like the long term vision too. Like they just see right as time goes on, these bad drivers put themselves off. Mm. It's fucked up though because they're killing the good True. ones too. R.I.P. to anybody who's ever died yeah. in a car accident. I've been in, I've been in, yeah, I've been in a couple bad ones. I was luckily to make it out, but hey, just know it's population control. It's real shit. <laughs> Y'all think population <laughs> control is like a thing that they really trying to like enforce? Like Absolutely. not even just through the driving, but just like okay. So a good example is um, this might seem kind of weird, but it's something that, like I've been hearing a lot about recently, which is called SEMA retention. And I'm sure y'all know what SEMA retention is, but ultimately the idea is, is that like whoever's controlling like social media and shit like that, you know, they're trying to like sell sex so that, you know, we waste our semen and shit like that. So ultimately like lower our, our potential. Because Mm -hmm. from what I'm understanding about, you know what I'm saying? That whole idea is that when you retain it, you know, it kind of like it elevates you. Like, uh, you can, I've heard um, that too. I don't know if it's like necessarily like more aggressive, but like you know, your your testosterone levels increase. You mm-hmm. know, like you more focused and shit like that. Shaq had actually brought it up to me. He was like, you know, I kind of chilled out with the shit for a little bit, and, and then like even just around females and stuff like that, he was a lot more comfortable. It was easier to talk to him and shit like that. And, like, that whole idea, like, just made sense to me. So I tried it out, or I've been trying it out. You know what I'm saying? And, and I honestly feel like it's a it's a big difference. For like, sure. Just, like, as far as, like, the headspace you in and shit like that. Right. Have you ever thought about that or, or anything? A hundred percent. A hundred percent. But I, I mean, have, but then I'd be like... At the, <laughs> but at the, at, the, at the same time, It is though, different for you, Sean, yeah. At yeah. the same time, though, that, uh, that post-nut clarity is some different shit. Ever have post-nut clarity at four in the morning 
I ain't never seen a nigga be more motivated in his life. Being like, nigga, I gotta get up. I got, I gotta get my shit together. <laughs> I, I, I gotta go to bro, the gym in the morning. See, I got, I'm tweaking, bro. <laughs> it must be nah, the best niggas out there. Personally, for me, like, bro. yeah, go ahead. I want to hear what you gotta say. No cap. Damn. <laughs> I was just gonna say for me, like. I forgot what the fuck I was gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got you. I got you. So, like, for me, like, I don't know. Like, I remember, like, one distinctive time I had some clarity, and I, w- I was just like, "This is so disgusting. What am I doing?" I was like, "This is so foul. Like, what on earth?" And I was just like, "I can't believe I brought myself to actually do this. Like, this is just nasty." But then, you know. It was short-lived clarity. That's all I'll say. Or was it because of, you know, the actual situation itself? I think it was like, honestly, this wasn't even like a a whole, like, this wasn't even an encounter with another person. This was like back when I first discovered internet porn. I ain't gonna lie to you. Back then. (laughs) And like, I was like, hey, yo, because like, the video was still playing. I was like, this is just so foul. Like, what am I watching? Like, what is this? Like, huh? <laughs> Turned it off immediately. And I was like, I, I can't. Had a few of them. But I mean, like, <laughs> what is this? <laughs> like, like, what when, am I watching? When, when did everyone discover that? I think, or at what I age? won't lie, it was through social media. Because, like, in school, I didn't learn about post-nut clarity. And then, like, I don't well, know I'm, why. I'm also talking, like, Oh, discovered the the internet, <laughs> the dark the dark web, the dark yeah. web. Oh my god! Fifth grade for me, fifth grade, sixth grade. I was young. I had a, I had a friend I was young. who came over to my house, bro. I swear to God, like never thought about this shit, like and never registered that this type of shit could exist. The homie came over. I had an iPod Touch already. I had already had the iPod Touch for a minute, but just never thought about looking for that type of shit. You know what I'm saying, like. <laughs> This nigga comes over to my house one day and like, bro, do you realize what you're saying right now? Because I don't think he had one at the time. So I think like he was probably just trying to get his nuts off intermittently. You know what I'm saying? Like, internet. <laughs> I'm finna go to my like, homie's house because I know he got a computer. I'm finna get my shit off. Nigga, he typed that shit in my phone. I was like, what the fuck? And I'm not gonna lie, I was hooked immediately. Just like fifth grade. Do you understand how much shit you could go through? Like, that's a that's a big switch, bro. Like not knowing that this shit exists at all and then Unlimited access. Now you a whole new world is opened up to you, and it's not even anything good, or at least it's I not. I had simple. a homie like, introduce me not, to you as well. How was you? Hey, how you doing? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I apologize. I apologize. I just we, felt we like had to be in like middle school or definitely in like because when did I start coming over to your house? It was like sixth or seventh grade. It was yeah. And I'll never forget my first time. Like, I went to, I went to one of my boys' house. Like, I went to one of my boys' house. His name was Devante, and we would always like hang out with his friends because we didn't go to the same school. So, like in his neighborhood, we would always go to his friend's house. Whatever. So we went to one of his homies' house, and you know he was in one of them homes where he was like, "Fuck you, mom!" Like one of them. And I was like, "Whoa!" You know what I'm saying? Like that's kind of crazy. But like, I I ain't gonna say nothing. You know, this ain't my house. And I think one time, sit, sit back, bro. His, his parents wasn't home, and we was in a basement. He was on a computer, da da da. And I was, we was just chilling. Like back then, we was watching what YouTube videos. I think we was watching like 
Smosh, Ryan Higa, them old YouTube heads. Y'all was on the and, desktop, Right, on the desktop. Mm, and I'll never forget, bro was like, bro was like, y'all ever heard of RedTube? And I was like, there must be something similar to YouTube. That's what we've been using. Well, what's YouTube, all right? You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm good. I'm chilling. And he was like, yeah, bro, pull it up. He pulled it up. And the, this is how I knew it was, it was some shit that I shouldn't have been looking at. Because, like, the first thing that popped up was, like, are you 18 years old? <laughs> you must be 18 or older to enter. And me, personally, I was like, well, shit, nigga, I ain't nowhere near 18. Like, shit, I'm like 11, 12. Nigga, like, what you mean? And he was like, man, fuck that. They don't check. And just clicked accept and enter. Changed my life. Changed right then and there. Changed, I was like, oh, my God, what? I was just sure. I feel like I feel like it kind of fucked you up though, because like I remember what I was going to say is because for me, like my post nut clarity, like sure, like I might be able to like think things through a little bit more, but as far as like motivation and comfortability, like I am at an all time low for motivation because I already got the pussy. You know what I'm saying? Like when you think about like what our purpose is out here and shit like that, mm-hmm. I just fuck like I'm right. good, nigga. <laughs> so, right. You know, I got that, <laughs> and then like you know. Um, I'm tired, you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to lay down. Like, I really don't want to sleep afterwards. So, like, I just feel like, for me, like, I'd just be a lot more energized. I'd be having a lot more energy. That's no, right. That's right. Or something. I like that. I mean, respectfully, though. Respectfully. Respectfully. I but, do apologize, um, Glenn. I'm, I'm sorry that I had to what? do that. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just was so fat. Like, at the time, it was just, like, this fascinating new thing. Like, oh, my God, bro. No, you, you got to go tell. You gotta the go potential. Tell I get it. I definitely like, I definitely but, get it. But it's even niggas out there, like, because I think about this, too. Like, it's so accessible. It's motherfuckers out there who are addicted to it. You know what I'm saying? To the point where, like, they'll fuck around and try and beat off at work. Like, I, I, I know motherfuckers who have beat off at work. Like, that is the most sickest shit in the world to me. Like, you telling me you can't hold your shit, bro, while you at the job? <laughs> like, you're not focused on the task at hand. You got your damn, God damn. <laughs> They could give a damn and, about the task at hand. Honestly, they want something I, else in their hand. Right, that. This nigga's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> so when I learned that it was people like that, I'm like, hell no, there's no way that I could get to that point. So I'm like, let me scale the shit back, you know what I'm saying? Really get a, a lock and a, you know, a grasp on, you know what I'm saying? Like control muscle, <laughs> pretty much. Not a grasp. <laughs> I'm sorry. Let me get no, my mind out the door. No, you were right. Yeah, you, you on the money. Real, real shit though. Real y'all, shit ever, y'all ever work with somebody like that? Mm-mm. Like just mm. some, some weird ass motherfuckers who be like, "Damn, bro!" Like, first of all, how did you get this job? And then, second of all, like, no, nah, I've worked. How I've worked with some. Here? I've worked yes. with some weird ass, some weird ass people. But some odd, that's also odd because ones. I've had I've had some some odd jobs. So I, I feel ah, like that. Oh, I see you. You stupid. <laughs> <laughs> we locked in. Like, you, you know we, we, we on the way. We on the way. Them transitions <laughs> is solid. Come on now. Solid. But, uh, we, it's only going to get better, people. But no, it's some real shit. If y'all can tell, our next transition is to odd jobs. And I would like to take a quick break. Um, this is sponsored by Gibbons Home. No, I'm playing. Um, hey, that's fine. <laughs> And before we get but into that, that's our proud sponsors. <laughs> our proud sponsors. One of these days. But no, it's worth it though. 
I worked at um, I worked at Hooters, and I was like, "Ain't that something?" I had never known of men to work at Hooters. You was the first for me, and I was happy for you. Right, and I was just somebody got to cook the food, though, right? The cooks do, but I I wasn't cooking. I was really just a man. I was coming in at like eight, and I was cleaning up like the floors and mopping the floors and taking out the trash in the morning, and then I would just dip. I would do the dishes sometimes too, but like. Nah, bro, like, yeah, nigga, them cooks in there. That's probably, like, the best way to get tapped in with all the baddies in the area, though, like, quickly apply at Hooters. Yeah, my girl got me a job, though, so I was really... Now, right, now, there were, you know, some girls in there that that were giving me the eye, and I was like, hey, you need to relax, go handle her. She looking at me. Yeah, you have to stick the dogs on her. Hey. <laughs> need to go handle her. I don't like. I mean, if something happened, it's not my fault, right? She was looking at me. Get like back. A like a you, you know, you know when the burgers come off the grill and how you be looking at it, like it be salt, your mouth be salivating, like you be like, man, I can't, I can't, I can't wait to put the condiments on that burger and really <laughs> the condiments, yeah. <laughs> That's that's how I felt. Was it really it was looking at you like a piece of meat, huh? Oh. <laughs> the the eyes never lie, Chico. Right, man. Gosh. I'm trying but to know. Yeah, like, Hooters was definitely one of my uh, one of the weirdest jobs that I that I worked with the weirdest people. Like the coworkers no or like the people that would come through it, like the customers. Both co-work, coworkers, like obviously I ain't finna say nobody name in there, but like. A lot of them girls was like <laughs> caffeine addictions, and they they pull out that vape every like two seconds, and just like they come in there really talking, and you, they gonna talk about they gonna talk about their life now. That's something they they finna do. Like I came in there, and one shorty just instantly started talking to me, just like, oh my god, like tell me why this one girl, like I'm talking to this one girl, but I was also I also had an ex and my ex left her perfume in the car and the new girl that I was talking to got in my car and she sprayed my ex's perfume and was like, Oh my God, this perfume smells so good. Like you should wear it. That's terrible. Right. That's terrible. Like, Oh my, my God. gosh. I got it threw it out the window. I'd be like, I'll take that. Yeah, of course. And like, nah, exactly. Exactly. But no, nah, they just be coming out there spilling all they beans, everything. Don't matter. I'd probably get annoyed with that job quick. Bro, put these headphone, headphones on. By the way, Apple, y'all need to get some better battery life because them shits was dying in the middle of work. Hey, no, for <laughs> real. For real. Bro, shit, it's the worst noise in the world for me, bro. I swear to God, I'd be like, fuck. But I this, this beat will kill me. How you, how you put them both in the case at the same time and one died before the other. Like, have they ever both died at the same time? No, Here, I ain't never died at the same time. Here's my only... What the... F- my, boy, only I never thought about it either. It's, my only theory with that, though, is, like, you know how we put in one at a time? Mm. All right, that split second. Now, it shouldn't... That split second should not have shit to do with the battery life. Right. But for some Thank reason, you. it drops the left one. If you put the left one in two seconds behind the right one, it drops that shit a whole fifty percent battery life. Yeah, uh, poor, poor design. Terrible design. Mm. 
Terrible design. I'm not going to lie to you. Side note, I think organizations and companies that sell technology, they do that on purpose. So then they capitalize on what they did purposely just to get you to buy some more. So they'd be like, yeah, we're going we're gonna to do something real subtle that people hate. Then we're going to put out the version two. And, it, and they're going to buy these wow. because people uh, hate what was going on with version one. Nigga, you just opened my eyes to like a whole nother like train of thought. Yeah, bro. I never thought of that. That's like really strategic. You know what I'm saying? Right. How come they don't teach that type of shit in, in school? They never mention they don't, that once. They don't like even teach hour. you how to do your taxes in school. That's a whole <laughs> different conversation. That's a topic for next week. <laughs> That's a topic for next Real week. Thing. They don't even teach you how to stay alive. But, nigga, you going to know how to do this motherfucking calculus homework. Best believe that. Right. You don't right. know how to sign up for a life insurance policy, but you know how to do that calculus. Hold on. What's the... uh um The Pythagorean Theorem. Powerhouse of a Cell. Oh, that's science. That's hey. No, I know mitochondria. Exactly. You'll never forget. But why do I need to know? Right. But like for real, like I really just took note of that shit to like really think how I can apply that to any you know business strategy that I end up having. Oh, absolutely. Like that's a because like now that you're saying it, I feel like that's damn near like the main idea of capitalism. Like you can really sell a product with a small design flaw, and then eventually like know that you're going to fix the shit and the people going to want to buy it because it's fixed. Right. Damn. Right. I'm trying to think. You, you had literally just sparked an idea about capitalism, but let me let me get back on topic. You're talking odd jobs. No, yeah. I want to let y'all know that the most odd job with the most off-the-wall people that I've ever had was within a factory. I was in this factory. Like I was like... Eight-mile eight factory type yeah. factory? Eight mile factory. Yes, like well, I wasn't like welding anything, but I was like packaging metal. It was a packaging company. So like I would put different pieces of metal together, package it up. It was a super easy job. I was getting paid good money. Um, but it was very repetitive and the people that I was working with, bruh. Bruh, there was this dude. There was this dude in there. He was a flat earther. Like really you have a conversation with his brother he really would like argue and like really the earth is flat and i would be like you joking right like i'm thinking you you playing stop and he was like he was a real firm believer that the earth was flat bro Kyrie so was like, on that same shit and so the flat earthers think once now, you get to the end of the earth you fall off that's the thing right yes yes and they like firmly believe that. And now personally, I have, you know what I'm saying? If that's what you believe, like by all means you do that. But it was just mind boggling to me. Cause like, I remember the first time I heard of like flat earthers. I was like, there's no way. Like we have pictures from outer space. We have like, I don't know. Like, I feel like there are just so many different ways to know that the earth is a sphere. Cause like, I don't know. But it was just so crazy. This dude, this dude was like, really wilding and like he would just talk to people like he had he was able to communicate but his social skills were really bad so like you would just be minding your business he gonna come over there talk to you and you could like not say anything and just look at him real weird he'd be like yeah bro i know right and then this and i was just like bro like me i used to get caught up because you know me i I talk to everybody i'm old conversationalist ass dude so like i would get caught up talking to him and just be so sick (laughs) so sick the whole time bro bro, that's I really that's how villain origins start me. right there. Man. And that's how villain like, origins start. And it's just crazy because those types of odd jobs, like, 
you could just come and go like all kinds of people come and go like I remember the day bro got fired like I never thought he was gonna get fired but then bro got fired I forgot why he got fired it was some off the wall shit but um like other people would be like yeah I'm gonna go on break and not come back or like <laughs> one, dude, one, one dude went to the bathroom one time he's in the bathroom for like an hour and came out and was like Hey, it was good working with y'all. <laughs> like, I think he had that that post nut clarity. You know what I'm saying? He, he was in the bathroom, had that clarity. It was like this ain't worth it. So he came out there, was like, "I'm gonna get up with y'all," and like left. Like, just wait. He gonna uh, he gonna come out with like a TED talk, and he's gonna be like, "I was a uh, at a welding company, and you know this right here. It made me it it made me decide like it's not where I wanted to be in life. Hey, so I learned. You know what? I, I, left the I job. hope that's the case. I hope that's the turnaround. And look at me now. I swear to God, I own Apple. Those, those are <laughs> some factory jobs. Like, those got to be like some of the most humbling jobs ever. Because like, I only worked in one warehouse, and that was all I needed. Like, I understood the concept firmly. As, as soon mm-hmm. as I started working in that bitch, how shit was going down. So <laughs> I had worked in a warehouse the summer before I went to college, before my freshman year. And uh, I mean, I thought it was just like a good way to, you know, make a decent amount of money before you go, because usually warehouses pay Bro, a lot more. The than... money good. Yeah. The money so... is good. But the task you be having to do in a warehouse be so fucking mundane, bro. Like, I just realized, like, I'm like, it's no way I could ever put myself in a position to have to do this shit forever. My job was to walk around pallets for 10 hours, bro, and just wrap them in saran wrap. So I was just walking around mm-hmm. boxes for 10 hours straight. Just just walking around wrapping the bitches, going on to the next. Was and the I'm saran like, wrap though? Was it at least like did it was it kind of like a we had like a, a tool it was like, so like we Oh okay, that that's okay, like I'm glad you knew what I was saying. All right, cool. We put it on like a mm-hmm. spool, so like we didn't necessarily like have to like it was kind of easy in a way, but you know, so much other shit be happening. Your spool fuck around, get too tight, the thing get too small, so you have right. to do some extra shit. It's just a whole I know that thing. clingy rap be making but, me mad when I be rapping food, so I just could imagine. I eventually, got fired together from this job. I eventually got fired from this job for having a, a bad attitude. Like I guess my, I guess everybody could tell that I wasn't fucking with the. Okay. No. Like my point is just like the fact that I worked that job before going to college, I dead ass feel like gave me the motivation to just stick with that shit for the next four years, just because I. I, I understood, like, if you leave right now, bro, it's a very good chance. The best way you're going to make some money is going back to one of these warehouses and doing some mundane tasks. Real life, right. Real life. But a lot of the people that I work like, with, was like that. I, respect mm-hmm. I feel that, too. I feel that. I've never worked in a warehouse, though. But y'all stories told me enough that I will never be in that bitch, no matter how down like, I do. I won't lie to you. It's appealing to want to do it because, like, you're going to get paid, like, north of, like, $15 an hour. And you're going to hear that. You're going to be like, okay, well, what do I have to do? And they're going to tell you, like, all you got to do is move this from here to here. Sound good. And you're going to be like, bro, that's easy. And that this shit sound amazing. Like, you got to do something easy. And you're getting paid out on bread? You're going to be in there for, like, long hours. But it's like you're not really doing nothing. But then, bro, you get in there. It'll take like two days, maybe, maybe not even two days, but you, you get in there for hours on end doing the same thing over and over and over and over. And you're going to be like, you, it'll drive you crazy, bro. It's repetitive as hell. That's yes. awesome. Okay. It'll definitely drive you crazy because you'll wake up and be like, yeah, 
that paycheck will hit, and you'd be like, okay, that's cool, temporary relief. But then you go back to work, you'd be like, damn, I'm gonna be here for hours doing the same thing. Over. Fuck, I gotta yeah, go. Yeah, it's crazy. That's crazy. That shit will motivate you to go to school. <laughs> that shit will motivate you to go to school. Definitely did for me. I'm like, fuck this. I would never come back. Mm-hmm. Did it feel like it felt like once you left, the next day you was like, damn, bro, I was just in this thing, and I'm back in this hell already. Yeah. I hate yes. it. It did for me too because I worked the the night shift. Like I worked from 10 p.m. to 6 a.m. or something like that. Mm. So like I was I was really in that bitch slaving, bro. It was not like a good experience at all. I think you I was working real. two jobs at that time too. So real like everyone three one three, put your motherfucking hands up and follow me. Mm. I mean that's what it was. There, I was really just thinking about like little freestyles and shit. <laughs> that's <laughs> no, all it is, bro. It's just a lot of time to think. Yeah, a lot of time. Listen to, to a lot of music. <laughs> Listen to a lot of music. We couldn't even do that. We couldn't have headphones. No. I don't even think they wanted us talking like that, if I remember correctly. Like, y'all remember David, right? Me and David got that job together, and I'm pretty sure, like, we was on the same shift and all that, but they wouldn't let us, um, like, I'm pretty sure, like, because we would move from, like, different sections of the warehouse to wrap up different shit before it would eventually Mm -hmm. go into the truck. So Mm -hmm. every time we got to these different sections, they would make sure, like, I was on this end and David was on this end wrapping pallets. And then we would eventually, like, work our way towards the middle and fuck around, chop it up or something. But I feel like they kind of tried to make it a point where, like, you couldn't really conversate with motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? Like, you really just had to wrap these boxes up. I really, this would be my last, like, little stint about these odd jobs for me. But I it really frustrates me with, like, some jobs, how they be taking the jobs more serious than they actually are. Like, it's like, my nigga, I'm in a warehouse. Why can't I listen to music? Like, why? Right. That, what, what are we doing? Sometimes it's safety. You said what, King? That's what they were trying to say. I know, like, for me, like, in my warehouse, where I was working Okay, at, yeah, 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 yeah. For sure. They for was, sure. like, safety concerns because, sure. you know, they'd be moving. Sure. Trucks be moving. They'd be backing up. Beep, beep, beep. And, you know, for sure. people be like, watch That's out. Da, da, da. That's 100. That's 100. So, but for other jobs, though, it's just, like, yeah, they'd be like, on the same. On it, it, they'd be on the same type of time though. Like, nigga, I'm working ice cream, and they're like, "Nah, bro, like, no music." Nah, I'm working ice cream. <laughs> I'm working ice cream. Nigga, I'm scooping ice cream. You want a double scoop or a single scoop? Nigga, I can hear. Right. Thank you. I definitely worked in a few. But you know, they let us do some music. Hell yeah! And that's because you're you're you're, you're cooking. Right. There's no re- and you read everything off the screen. You know what I mean? Like. There's no reason you shouldn't be able to. Music is literally, it walks hand in hand with cooking. Food fuck around to be better. But I just feel like a lot of people deal with a lot of power struggles. You know what I'm saying? And they personalize sure. and they end up taking that and, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, for sure. for sure. So, for sure. For sure. For sure. But y'all for got sure. any, y'all got any other, uh, any other things about these odd jobs? We can go ahead and get into the, this week's little, School oh, then it's fantasy shit. Let's get it out of the way. I guess, <laughs> right? My, right? My last thing about the odd jobs is just, you know what I'm saying? Although we sit here talking about odd jobs and we like inspired by education, like if you if you got to work an odd job, do that shit. Throw your ego to the side because like society is ruthless. Go work that I mean, job, yeah, make that sure. money, do your shit, do what you got to do. I just wanted to put that out there. I don't want nobody to feel embarrassed about an odd job. I'm still working odd jobs. And you know what I'm saying? I'm going to be doing that until I get into my career, but I'm proud of it. Because this is just the beginning. Odd jobs, like you said, they make the they make the best money for the for mm-hmm. the most part. You 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 be making good quick money with them, so ain't nothing wrong Character with them. Character development too. Job. 
at all. Right. That's just not some shit you want to do. To now, keep it moving. We need it. Okay. Mm-hmm. We're working our jobs like 10 years from now. Respectfully. What we, what we doing. Yeah, you, you could ask yourself those questions. But hey, you right. know, some people got different situations and everything like that. So I just. Understandable. Want everybody to yeah. know you can be confident in your odd job. Alan, you want to start us off? Yeah, week five already. Hell yeah. Already. This week I'm playing uh I'm playing Darius. And uh all I'm gonna just say is he got Kyler Murray starting at quarterback and his defense is Tennessee. And this week I'm starting Josh Allen, Nick Chubb. Um I did have Ramondre Stevenson as my secondary running back for the past three or four weeks, but I'm gonna I'm gonna substitute him for Khalil Herbert from the Bears. David Montgomery just got hurt, so I feel like he's going to be getting a lot more carries, and I really got a lot of confidence in him. the type of running back he is and shit. So I feel like he'll probably give me some good points there. So I'm going uh, to have Josh Allen, Nick Chubb, Khalil Herbert, T. Higgins, uh, Juju Smith-Schuster. T, is it TD or TJ? TJ Hawkinson. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marquise Brown at Flex. Uh, I'm going to start San Francisco as my defense this week against Carolina. Uh, they got a rookie quarterback, don't they, Carolina? Or a younger one? Carolina? No, they got Baker Mayfield. Yeah, they got Baker Mayfield. Even better. So, yeah, I'm definitely going to start San Francisco against Carolina for my defense. And then uh, good old Robbie Gold as kicker. Robbie Gold. And, uh, right now, my record's 3 one I'm at the top of my, my division, so I'm feeling good. Who did you say you're starting for defense? You said? San Francisco. San Francisco? Do you do you only have one defense or you got two? I got two. I got San Francisco and I got the Bears, but <clears throat> the Bears really ain't been I don't got a lot of confidence in the Bears DBs. Like I feel like a lot of teams understand that if they put together a good enough pass concept, it's a good chance they can burn us. So Right. Until I see some improvements on that end, I'm gonna just stick with San Francisco. I like Nick Bosa and uh that D line they got over there. Nick Bosa beast. Oh, he's a beast. But uh no, I like I like that moment. Like this week. So I got uh I'm starting Pat Mahomes at QB. Pat Mahomes. I got Saquon at uh, running back, and I got Miles Sanders at my other running back. Um then for my two receivers I have uh Debo, Drake London, the rookie from uh the Falcons, uh Travis Kelsey. Mm. My flex, I got. I receiver uh, London. I'm up at. No, no, no. You good? London. He been. He been giving me like an average of 13 points a game so far. <clears throat> so I mean, they're definitely like feeding him the ball. Uh, that that tell you all my flex. Uh, you was just Christian Kirk. That. Christian Kirk. Yep. That's nice. And then uh, my defense is a uh, Green Bay. Oh, I got the Eagles defense too, but I'm only doing Green Bay because they're going against they the Giants. They playing the Giants, yeah. The Giants don't be having, they don't be moving, the, they don't be putting up a lot of points. Honestly, the Giants looked good against the Bears last week, but it was the Bears defense, like I was just saying. But uh, Daniel Jones, like compared to the last couple of years he's been starting, he seemed like he's really coming into himself as like. It's crazy though. Cute they're three and one, which I'm looking at it right now, and I didn't know they were three and one. I thought they were. I don't know. I thought they were like. It's not the Giants we used to, at least at this point. Like Saquon, even coming off that injury, is like. He's crazy different, bro. Good. Like I don't understand it. <laughs> He's different. Wait, so is the London game? Is that like a every week thing now? 
I think so, yeah. Like one, t- two teams will play in London like early. I, I want to say Sunday morning. That's crazy. Yeah. Then my kicker is Nick Folk. New England. I had Harrison Bucker, but he had me. He had me pissed low key because he got hurt, and I I was real mad because I was like, "Come on." No, I feel you. Robbie Gold missed like a forty yard field goal last week. I never seen Robbie Gold miss a field goal. I've been watching this nigga kick field goals since I was shit a shorty wearing a Rex Grossman jersey type shit. So. Right. Then you start him, and he want to start missing shit. Mm. I was livid. I'm like, you fucking okay. for real. <laughs> But uh, <laughs> King, what you got, brother? I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm kind of embarrassed to talk about my team. But you know what? Nah, I'm not embarrassed. I'm standing. I'm standing ten toes. I'm standing ten toes for my team. So, like at the quarterback position, I got Justin Herbert, and I'm, he he's going against Cleveland. I know um, he had a rib injury. I didn't know if he was back or not. You know, this isn't saying that he's like questionable. It's not saying that he's out. Okay, so he cool. Man. So I'm a, I'm gonna start him. Um, I got Travis Etienne Jr. as my running back, and I also have Alvin Kamara. But bro, been out the last two weeks, and then even like week two, he didn't. He gave me like six points, but they always project him to give me like closer to twenty. And it's like right. we had week four, and you know what I'm saying you're not producing like I want you to be producing. So like the other. Running back I have is uh, J.D. McKissick for Washington. And I know that that's like they go to, I think, I hope. I personally haven't been watching a whole lot of football lately just because I've like, been busy. But, um, you know, they're going against Tennessee. And I want to say that, like, I got faith in Washington's run game against Tennessee. But, you know what I'm saying, we'll see. But, like, my receivers, I'm proud of my receivers. Openly proud about my receivers. I got Mike Evans. And they going against Atlanta. I know Tom Tom gonna eat eat them boys up. Um and then I got Jalen Waddle. Can we come back to Tom after you're done? Absolutely. I got Jalen Waddle and they going against the Jets, <laughs> but like I don't know how well he's gonna do because Tua is not the starting quarterback anymore. And I don't know about the chemistry that they're Okay. That's a solid backup quarterback, so I got faith. Um my tight end, uh hey, Teddy Bridgewater. He's the backup for Miami. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's crazy. I feel like he was just playing somewhere else. But he was. He was just with a. He I, he was with somebody last season for sure. He didn't been with a couple of different teams though. I ain't gonna lie. I was even saying like I thought he was with somebody else at the beginning of the, this season. Like he might have been. He was coming up for like training camp with a different team. Yeah, for sure. Damn, I can't believe yeah. they're not starting Tua no more. I thought he was gonna have a good ass season. Oh no, man! He, he out of here. He got that concussion. The back to back concussions. Because, like, that week they played the Ravens, he was, like, fumbling, stumbling on the field, and everybody was concerned about, you know, whether he had a concussion or not. He oh, had signs of, like, okay. that <laughs> Bro was, like, he, had, like, he got up. His fingers were, like, I forgot, like, the term for it, but, like, when he oh. got concussed, like, he got stiff, and his hands, like, did this, and, like, apparently in, like, the trainer world, like, he was throwing up gang signs pretty much. Right, and the train and the trainer world, like, and they'd be like, <laughs> yeah, yes, get stiff. stiff if you do that, <laughs> if you they said if you do that, like, if that happens, like, 
it's gonna be it's 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 real ugly for you. I don't Bad. even know Tua's career could be potentially done. Mm-hmm. I think I saw something on social media, so I, I mean, I, there's no telling how real it is, but they were saying that like folks are recommending that he retire. No, for sure. Early after after that, that's scary, bro. Yeah. Yeah. So I can't say but, I'm uh, too surprised. Like when you think about his his size compared to these defenses and shit like that. It was definitely a big thing I was thinking about when they decided to start him. I'm like, this shit is crazy, which is why I was also so hopeful. Mm-hmm. But I got Hayden Hurst for the Bengals as my tight end. So that's cool because I know he'll get some touches. He's not going to be like Travis Kelsey or anything like that, but like he'll definitely get some some good – he'll get his, his time. And then as my flex, I got Chris Olave, and he's he been holding it down at the flex position all season. I feel like he's been having a, I won't say like a stellar rookie year, but like above average for sure. And then I got the Saints defense and they're going against Seattle. So that could be, mm, I don't know, because I feel like Seattle has been pretty decent this season. And then my oh, kicker, the only Seattle kicker that I have. Geno Smith, right? My bad. Yeah. Yes. That's yeah, what nah, I was going to use Teddy Bridgewater with is Geno Smith. Mm. <laughs> and then tech, I don't have a kicker. The one kicker that I do have for Arizona Mr. Prater is out, and I don't have another kicker on my team. So, better go sign one. Um, then that means I have to drop another player, right. and I, I like my bench. Well, I mean, if you're cool with losing out, well, how much? How many points do kickers normally get? Average, like four, anywhere from like six Eight. to nine, yeah, nine something like that, depending on how many field goals. It's cool. Yeah. I know what this week is going to be. You know, Tuesday, I'm going to open up the app. They're going to be like, cheers to another hard fart week. And they're going to be like, better luck <laughs> next week. It's okay. It's cool. I know what it's going to say. I've seen it. I am one in three. So, like, I'm I'm comfortable. I'm comfortable. Okay. Well, uh, oh, we said we were getting back to Tom. Tom. What you want to say about Tom? <laughs> the, the prehistoric quarterback. Other than Tom the GOAT, I feel like. I don't know if this is just, like, mainstream media that is pushing this upon everyone, but, like, <laughs> this nigga really getting divorce papers? <laughs> Yo, first of all, I don't want to believe it, but at the same football? time. Yeah, bro, because, like, you got to think about the time he's taken away from his family year in and year out. No, I get like, it, but I'm saying, are... like, is he really getting divorce papers? Like, is he real life, like, I'm going to sign these divorce papers because I'm, I'm, I'm still trying to hoop. Like I'm not I don't think he's gonna sign him. I think he got him, but I don't think he's gonna sign him. <laughs> he's not gonna sign that. No, no. You tell me that's been your that's been your rock for how thirteen years they've been married. How long you been playing football? Longer than that. Probably longer than that. But you know, bitches like to give niggas ultimatums. Or see, this is something I want to say to y'all, so like y'all can kind of like help me grow out of it. I don't want to keep referring to females as bitches. <laughs> okay. So. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Girls like to get men ultimately. Call them so ladies, like women. This was like the best way she could probably like say, look, Tom, it's getting real. Right. V or football. You're going to have to choose. So, damn. I'm pretty, go back I'm on, pretty, you know on what, the though? Decision. I never looked at it like that because I, I kind of, shorties be calling like, they sell bitches all the time. But like, it's kind of like, we call niggas niggas. So it's like niggas and bitches. I, I feel you though. I get you. I don't really be saying it, but I, I never looked at it as like a, derogatory term yeah but just because like we try to like grow audience and shit like that i, I feel you i mean i'm gonna say this because like i, I do want to be authentic 
like I'm always gonna refer to women as bitches, but at least like here on this podcast, you know. What I'm <laughs> <laughs> I don't wanna I don't wanna just keep, you know what I'm saying, doing that to y'all. So I'm gonna I'm gonna try and tone it down. But well, hey, this off the record, so you know what I'm saying. What can you do? No shit, but to go back, yeah, ultimatum. Football or family? Are you? Am I in Tom Brady shoes or you are I... Tom? You are you are Tom Brady. I'm picking football family. or family, nigga. I gotta beat the Falcons. The fuck? Need my get back. <laughs> That's a good point, but I think I'm gonna say family too. I mean, no, family, bro. You, you know what I'm saying? Like I already got enough rings to cover damn near every finger on my hand. Like I'm already established as the goat. I've beaten the Falcons in the Super Bowl. Came back and beat their ass. Like came back and beat their ass. Like I've but I've I'm done saying, the what impossible. Is what what mm-hmm. else does he have to prove? I don't know. Me, I'm picking my family. Like if my wife was like. If I was in Tom Brady's shoes and my wife was like, nah, I really need you at home, like, or else I'm going to leave, I'd just be like, you know what? It's cool. I'm going to hang up the cleats. Like, because right. no, nobody disrespects Tom's name. And if they do, everybody, the, the masses just be like, ah, whatever, bro. You don't know what you're talking about. Like, I've shown, we could go back and look at the tape. We could look at the numbers. We could, we could look at how many rings I have. Like, I'm the best to ever do it. Right. Undisputed. But like, when you think about, Comparing quarterbacks, you compare them to me. For sure. And I, I completely understand that. And I'm with that. I would choose my family too, but at least playing professional football now, like I kind of have like a known as like you started, you married him when he was a professional football player. So you knew what came with that. So you, it's, it's kind of yeah. almost very difficult to go down the road if he's still pursuing his football career and be like football or family. Just because, like, <clears throat> this isn't something he just started when he married you. Like, he's been doing this That's shit. Facts. You know what comes with being my a professional football player. Like, obviously, behind closed doors, if he was like, all right, I'm retiring this year. Like, I'm going to retire. And it's like, okay, like, cool, come back to the family. But then he keeps on being like, I'm not done with this shit yet. I got to keep going. Like, then I get that. <laughs> obviously, we don't know what's going on behind closed doors. But I'm saying, like, just for the public side, it's kind of like – you can't press this man and be like, you need to stop playing football when you knew what came with being a professional football player. Like, he's even taken time sure. out of OT, OTA and all that. Like, he hasn't gone to off, a lot of off-season practices, even mini camp, even training camp. He missed, like, three-fourths of training camp because he was doing, like, family shit, which is – he's Tom Brady. He can do that shit. But I'm just saying, like, as a – in a relationship, and it, it goes both ways. Like, if your significant other is doing something that's very time-consuming, like – and that's their career. Like, this is what you sign up for. So, like, it would. it's also mm-hmm. almost like, okay, like, I can't be mad at you for still doing this when I knew, like, this is, like, what – this is your passion. This is your love. This is your career. You know what yep. I'm saying? That's kind of yeah. how I look. I feel like I'm, picking, I'm picking my family, obviously, but I'm just saying, like, devil's nah, advocate, though. I, won't, I feel where you're coming you, from. You, you, like, you this is what you, I was in love with. You can't, give the, you can't give this man an ultimatum. Like, this is his job. Like, this is what – He's been pursuing, so like you can't just all of a sudden be like you weren't. This isn't you weren't putting this much time into this shit before our marriage. Like I've been doing this. Mm, true. Like true. a lot comes with this. It's like being an actor or actress. Like I'm gonna be on the set for a lot of times, and it's either you're going to love me for that, 
or you're going to be like, all right, this isn't for me and I can't do this because I want a family where my man or my wife is going to be at home, you know, helping me with the children and doing all this. But you Right. made the conscious decision to follow through, which To is marry. right. You can't Right. you can't be that upset at that. I feel like, I feel like personally. That too. <laughs> He trying to get away. That's a possibility. That is a possibility. I feel like for me, I would, if like my wife, if I was in his shoes and my wife was like, nah, you got to pick me or football. I'd be like, well, at least let me finish the season. You know what I'm saying? Like at least let Is me that have like is that a, really love though? Is that really love if they giving you an ultimatum like that? right? Especially if she know you love it. That's what I'm saying. Like this is your career. Like this isn't like no hobby where it's like you just go do something on a Saturday. Like hey, you need to stop going to the wreck and play flag football with your friends because I need you to help me do the lawn every Saturday. No, like this is something like you. He's been pursuing for quite some time. When this nigga get in the league? Oh five. Oh no, not even. That's No, way before then, like before ninety, that. Before then, ninety, in the nineties. Look up right now. You, you said they've been married for thirteen years. You, you can fact check that real quick for me. This nigga He's was drafted been married in two thousand. to Giselle. He's been married since two thousand nine. So he's been married to the game. For for longer, Yes. so you you came into this knowing that I'm a professional quarterback, and you knew my schedule that came with it, and now you're trying That's to probably tell the reason me she came in. could be, Possibly. but you're trying to tell me now later, like yes, I know we got kids. You wanted to start a family. I wanted to start a family, but at the end of the day, you know, like my career, like what I've been doing, I, I'm I'm repeating the same thing because I like it's coming to my head, like. Damn, that is kind of fucked up, though. She's trying to be like, if that's the case, like, me or football, like, come on, bro. You're going to have to wait until I'm done. I understand relationships are about sacrifice, but you came into this knowing that I do this shit. Quite petty But for then, her to do this in the middle of the season. posing that question, like, when when are you going to be done? Like, you said, what left do you have to prove? When are you going to be done? You 45, nigga. Like, you 45. Niggas Like, don't be, but damn. hear me, hear me out though. From the workforce though, Right. on like from like nine to fives type shit, niggas don't be retiring to about sixty four. But that's because they're not making millions of dollars. This nigga got it made. And got I rings think you just. on top of rings. And then it's like, you Tom Brady, you you could get endorsed by any organization of your choosing. It's not the money and though. they're going to put you Clearly. through It's not about the, oh, it's not okay. about the money right now. It could be self-fulfillment. I don't know what the fuck it is. But I'm sure that he's had Yeah, that conversation yeah. with his wife about whatever it is and why he's still playing football. True, true. But yeah, I ain't even gonna lie to you, you know. Women gonna be like, you need to get over it. There's I... always, I, I just, I can hear it now. I can, I can hear it now. <laughs> I, I'm just saying... to walk away. I'm just saying if the shit was on a different foot and Giselle was a this big time actress and he was like, you either got to pick me or acting because you're spending too much time away from the family. I guarantee you hella women would be in that bitch like you can't give her ultimatum, blah, blah, blah. You just stepped into her life per, like 10 years ago and she'd been acting for 20 
and now you're going to tell her that she needs to – come on now, bro. Yeah. Double standards for everything, for sure. Oh, for sure. For sure. <laughs> It's a tough position like to be in. You stuck in a you stuck between a rock and a hard place. Literally, for sure, that's the best way to say so, it. Yeah. But damn, we we got off the topic of our. Uh, let's go into these picks. Well, the Colts oh, and for this already week. played. Obviously, I got to pull up who won. The Colts, bro. It just feels like to me every time the Broncos play, it's disheartening. Yeah, everybody expect Russell Wilson to be so much better than he fucking is. Like, he bullshit. Future getting to his head. Real shit. Let's see. He bullshit, bro. Uh, but the Broncos defense did give me like twelve points in another fantasy league, so I'll give him that. Their defense is definitely solid. God damn, these niggas play at eight thirty a.m. The Giants and the Packers. Yeah, that's the. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's in London. In London, that's the London game. I, I thought it was at eleven though. Not yeah, we gonna but miss this. You, we, I'm gonna miss it for sure. We, who y'all got for the Giants and Packers? Ooh, Packers. Packers. Yeah, for sure. I think because while league. while the Giants are looking good, what they defense talking about? Not much. The Packers still got Randall Cobb. I'm a I'm a big I'm the a Packers big still Randall, got Randall Cobb fan. Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Honestly, yeah, Randall man. Cobb is a slept-on athlete. But slept-on I mean, athletes any, is another – that's another conversation. I guarantee yeah. you any de- defensive coordinator that is getting ready to play Green Bay has Aaron Rodgers and Randall Cobb at the top of their list as far as, like, receivers or players to to stop for a week. 100%. I agree. Because wasn't he always, like, the number two behind Devontae Adams when he was there? I feel like he was always the second option. Yeah. And even in sometimes, shoot, sometimes the one option, because, you know, like, when Devontae Adams was playing there, you know, they're going to probably double cover him. That's what I was thinking about. I was, like, trying to think mm-hmm. of when Devontae Adams came into the picture and whether or not Randall Cobb was considered the number one before them. Because I know True. the Packers had some pretty good tight ends before Devontae Adams got there while Randall Cobb, while Randall Cobb was still there. Like, uh, what's that big black nigga's name? He was the one in the video where dude was like, uh, the YouTube dude was commentating the Madden game. He was holding his leg. Oh, you talking about uh, Brandon uh, Jennings? Brandon Jennings, bro. One of the yeah, all the So uh, yeah, I I I got the Packers this week against the Giants. Okay, Packers. I'm gonna go ahead and put in my pick for the Packers as well because the Giants. I love to see an NFC East team fail. I mean, I root for the NFC East. Obviously, it's the weakest conference or the weakest division in in the NFL. But I don't think I don't think they got enough. I don't think they got enough. So next we got a uh, Pittsburgh at Buffalo. It's starting to get cold in Buffalo, huh? I would assume. Shit, man, it's starting to get cold. Oh yeah, it's October. It's October, yeah. and okay. and Buffalo, yeah, they probably. Seeing flurries. <laughs> Who is uh, Pittsburgh's today. QB? Uh, Trubisky. Uh, he, yeah, Mitch Trubisky. They benched him. They benched him. They, they put in somebody else. Then I have no idea. Yeah, I'm going for Buffalo. I'm putting my pick in Stephon for Buffalo. Stephon Diggs. I, I just Josh Allen. They're a really good team. They've been a yeah, good team nah, for the last like three years. They just can't put it all together. But you know what? I think it's going to be a good game because the Steelers' defense is is formidable, in my opinion. 
No, they definitely deserve I feel like they, they step up to the plate when they need to. Can they be a bit more consistent? Probably. But I I wouldn't say that they're just a a rollover defense. Like, they just going to get ate up. Now, Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs and no, all, hey, all of them, they're going to get theirs. But I think the Steelers ain't going to let it just be easy, like taking candy from a baby or nothing. Bro, I saw something. Buffalo is averaging, like, there's going to be – that's going to be our problem right there because the Bills' defense is solid. Hold on now. You know the Steelers' defense is ranked 27th. Like I said, I ain't been watching a lot of football that's lately. That, that, this really is just... NFL. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really just talking like I know what I'm talking about. But, no, nah, it'll, probably, it'll probably be a good game. I know the Bills low-key – they didn't. They didn't beat the. They've been averaging like thirty-five points or some shit. Mm. Okay, but uh, we got next. We got the Chargers at Cleveland. I'm taking the Chargers. Justin Herbert. Well, is Keenan Allen back? Is the question. That's a good question. I have no idea. See, if he's if he's back, then I'm for the Chargers. 100%. But the game that I watched when he was not playing, because I guess hamstring, he wasn't playing for the last, like, two they were throwing uh, some – they got some big, big tight – or not even tight end receiver. He, like, 6'4". I forgot his name, but he was making – Oh, nah, bro. He's out. They ruled Keenan Allen out against the Browns. Well, they ain't got – they don't have Miles Garrett, the Browns. So, oh. Well, well then, I feel like that one's just up in the air for me. I haven't watched much for either or from either one of these teams. I'm gonna just go with the Chargers, though. I like Justin Herbert a lot. I'm going off of the street name, the Chargers, and Justin Austin Herbert. Eckler. Austin Eckler, they're running back though. If they the don't Chargers? have Miles Garrett, yeah, for the Chargers, that's like, that's like... number thirty, right? The small dude. Yeah. Yeah, he he hard. He pretty solid. He be holding it down. Okay, so we everybody for the Chargers. I'm with the Chargers. We need to get graphics, bro. Like, you know, kind of ESPN, like, everybody put their little picture of the team up. Right here at the bottom. We we can low-key add that in. I can can figure it out. We'll never figure it out. Oh, yeah. We can can take note in there. Uh, So, next we got Houston. Houston at uh, Jacksonville. Houston is 0-3 with a tie. And Jacksonville is going to eat up. I think Jacksonville is finally coming into their own. Oh, yeah, Trevor Lawrence. I, I, I believe. Charge. Right. Starting to lead the pack. Man, I'm yeah. loving it. Whoever their QB is for the Texans has thrown for five touchdowns with four picks. Oof. Who is their quarterback? Not the best ratio. Mills. Uh, I don't know. I don't, I'm that tells me everything I needed to know. I'm, I'm assuming David <laughs> Who is Mills. this nigga? <laughs> <laughs> right. David Mills. I don't know who he is. All right, so I'm going to go Jacksonville on that. Hell yeah, we all on the same page there, too. Cool. Next, uh, all right. got Mr. Schmitty team. We got the Bears at the at the Vikings. Be a tough one for us, I'm not going to lie. The Vikings have a very good fucking offense this year. And their defense not that bad either. So, honestly, I'm going to pick the Bears. <laughs> but, <laughs> got to. But, yeah, like I said. You know – I personally think it'll be a good game. 
We gonna fight because like I feel like that's a that's a that's almost a in that a rivalry. That's a rivalry game. Oh yeah, for sure. And so I feel like the Bears definitely gonna come with some. You know what I'm saying? They they not trying to get rolled over. So I think that's gonna be a good game. I'll I you know what I'll go with the Bears. I can see an upset. I can see an upset. Hold on these these stats. There there's no way. It says. This can't be seasonal stats. This can't be for the season so far. What is it? I'm telling you, the, the Vikings have a good offense, bro. If their numbers is crazy, it's probably real. Nah, no, I was going nuts. I was it's looking at. Yeah, this is because Justin Jefferson has 28 receptions for 393 yards and two tuds. Two. That's it. Yeah, I think one game. I think it was a week where I really needed him to. That week he played the Eagles. Well, what the fuck is Justin Fields been doing? Uh, not much. I can tell you that. He's been running. Thrown, you know what I'm saying? What? He's, he's thrown more picks than touchdowns. Right. That's what I was going to say. Like, he'll – like, his decisions to to get out of the pocket, like, that. that's quicker for him. Like, he not really holding on to it as long, trying to find something. If it's not there, like, he quicker to just take off and run now. But – Exactly like you saying, like, shit, when he putting him out there. But honestly, like, the fact that he's such a young quarterback, I'm okay with him throwing picks right now just because, like, you need him to it's only year two. get comfortable with throwing the ball and really putting it out there. Right. So that shit just about It's only year two. Right. And then he didn't start till what, halfway through the season last year? Right, just about. So, so like, okay. I feel like, you know what I'm saying, he still got some, some growth. Growing the Bears are, like, really trying to push their running game, which is mm-hmm. – Mm-hmm. Weird to me, but whatever. Fuck it. I'm gonna lock in uh, the Vikings on that one. Wait to keep the buck. Got to. Yeah. Got to. I'm gonna still stick with the Bears though. Because yeah. Bears are you. You you're only going as far as your quarterback is taking you, and if you've thrown more picks than touchdowns. <laughs> yeah, but our pass game was hasn't really been. What's the question? That's trivial. That's critical. Not trivial. That's critical. That's critical. No, I feel you though. All right, who's next? Let's get off my bears. Yeah. Real real shit. We got uh, (laughs) We got. (laughs) We got Detroit at uh at New England. Both these niggas is one and three. So. Uh, I don't know, but I feel like Detroit. I heard Detroit been going stupid though. Right, Detroit. I'm trying to prove something. They got something to prove. DeAndre Swift been going crazy. Oh my God, Jared's golf has thrown for three touch or eleven touchdowns and three picks. Right, right, right. And Mac Jones is out. Mac Jones out for the Patriots. I'm going with the I'm Lions. Sure I'm taking Detroit. I'm going Detroit too. Okay, so. Uh, but at the same time, Patriots, their defense is. I feel like their defense is. I won't say it's like great, but I feel like they they got some. Some discipline on that side of the ball. That's that's how I describe it. Well, Detroit's head coach is Matt Patricia, right? That was the OC for for the Patriots for a while. If I'm I'm not mistaken, well, if they playing if they playing the Patriots shot. and the Patriots still got the same defensive coordinator that was there when Matt Patricia was there, I'm not sure. But if that's the case, then I definitely like the Lions in that, in that matchup because so on, you know the deal. Patriots have the right. eleven defense right. in the NFL, but the Lions have the number one offense. Damn, they got the number one offense right oh, well, now. No, number one. I mean, the nigga has thrown eleven touchdowns. It sounds good. In, like, I like that. in week five. So and then that's, that's yo, who is uh, Saint Thomas or Saint Cloud? Uh, no, you talking Saint about Brown. I Saint Brown? Saint Brown. 
That's what it is. Hey, he been holding it down. Mm-hmm. He got a brother holding it down for sure. 253 for three so times. Been, right. Okay. So I'm I'm gonna lock in the Lions with that one. I'm gonna lock in the Lions. Yeah. All right. Next we got a uh, Seahawks at the Superdome. I guess it's not the Superdome anymore. What is it? Uh for uh the Saints. The Saints? The Mercedes Benz Dome? No, I think yeah, yeah, it's not good. I don't know. Shit. It might be. It don't matter. They they inside playing in, <laughs> in, in, in Louisiana. <laughs> Personally, Jameis. You taking, taking Jameis? <laughs> right. Eat that okay. Eat the I like that too. I'm taking Jameis. I'm taking the I like that. Because Jameis might. What's opposite of your shoulders? Your hips. Your hips. Like... <laughs> the knees. He, he's funny as hell for that. Everything's connected, you know? Hey, cool. clown. You got a – next you got still 12 p.m. game. Miami at uh, the – or not the Giants, uh, the Jets. The Jets. I'm taking Miami. I'm going to still take Miami. Taking Miami. Personally. Because they got Teddy Bridgewater. No. They got Tyreek Hill. I don't think they have Zach Wilson, though. I think Zach Wilson is – I mean – He got hurt they, or something. I don't know if he's back. They match up. They match up pretty well. Their offense. The offense have the twelfth off, number twelve offense, and then Jets have number ten, and their defense, twenty and twenty eight. So I mean, they they match up pretty well. I ain't been up with the Jets this season. Who they got at quarterback? Who the Jets? Zach Wilson. The Jets. Yeah. Yeah, Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson. What college he Uh, went to? He went went to BYU. BYU. Hell no, they got Joe Flacco. Yeah. Oh, he came in this past year or the year before that, huh? Who's Zach Wilson? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Last year. Last year was his rookie year. This is his second year, but he's not playing right now. Joe Flacco, old ass, still playing. For the Jets. Right. Shout out Joe Flacco, man. Like, I'm not a big fan or anything like that, but just the fact that you're still kicking in the NFL. You know what I'm saying? Like, who the so, You still got a job. Right. You're doing, right. You doing well enough to have a job. Right. Uh, all right, let's keep going. So you got Atlanta at Tampa Bay. I'm just going to lock in Tom because, come on now. Personally, I don't want neither one of these teams to win. They're, my, they're both at my ultimatum. Conference. I'm about to throw six touchdowns this game. <laughs> Wait, bitch got me fucked up. But because I have saying, Mike baby. Evans on my fantasy team, I'll take the Bucks. Mike Evans a thug. Yeah. Nah, I'm going with the Bucks too. Ever since Atlanta okay. let go of uh, what, who they have Matt Matt who or Matt Ryan Matt Ryan Matt Ryan I, I was fucking with Matt Ryan I didn't really understand why they let him go he on the he on the Colts now just because he was getting old and they wanted some Colts now yeah. but Marcus Mariota right that's what they got I'm not a fan ah <laughs> I, I liked a him a lot when he was at Oregon I was yeah. a fan I was yeah. a fan man. fucking legendary. But, uh, but uh, now, now Leonard Fournette, Tampa. Can you you good with Tampa? Yeah, I'm locked right. in Tampa. You, you got Titans at uh, Commanders. We can easily pass by this. Commanders ain't shit to me, and they're weak because they had allowed the mo- the most sacks Carson Wentz has ever gotten sacked. He got sacked ten times against the motherfucking Eagles, so they're done. So Damn. Titans. 
<laughs> he got sacked ten times against the Eagles. Ten times. Wait, God. like in the same game? In one game. Like whoever the team they play, that the Eagles defensive line, they stats at the end of the season probably gonna be skewed as fuck. Like these niggas gonna have like eight sacks apiece. I started the Eagles defense that game and they gave me eighteen points. Only eighteen though? I thought you was gonna say like forty five, fifty. Nah. But right. You know, but it's because you know, defense point. defense is normally if they get turnovers and shit, they normally they'll give you like six or eight, six to ten. Right. But like you know, I personally, this is this is not a, a statistical choice. I'm going to go with the Commanders because my dad is a Commanders fan, okay? And I'm going I'm to hold it down because well, he's from Virginia. <laughs> so it was either pick the Panthers or or Washington. And I got the Panthers. He got Washington. And, you know, that's he been they've been garbage for a long time, for a long time. And he's been 10 toes down. So you know what? I'm gonna do ten toes down, and I'm gonna pick the Commanders this week. Hopefully, it'll be an upset. Do y'all Hopefully. remember RG three? Yes, he was gonna be the the turnaround. Rest in peace. I thought it, knees. You know what I'm saying? Like I thought that was the next time ready. I thought that was the black time ready at first. But uh, right. my point to that was it's just like I feel like he's become a whole different type of personality now. I'm not sure if y'all like been up to speed with, with what he. Yeah, I've seeing him on Twitter. Right, he like a whole social media presence now. And he didn't really mm-hmm. seem like that when he first came into the league. Like, he seemed like a, you know, a quiet person themselves. I have seen a couple of his tweets. Right. It should be funny, right? It should do be funny as hell. I'd be looking at a name. That, that should say Robert Griffin? What are you doing? <laughs> Robert Griffin. <laughs> right. Robert Griffin the third, the Heisman winner. Uh, Alan, who'd you have for Tennessee and uh, Washington? I'm taking Tennessee. Titans. Okay. Next, we got uh, San Francisco against the Jason Kings, Carolina Panthers. You know how I'm coming. I'm 10 toes down. Keep pounding. Keep pounding. Keep pounding. That's y'all, that's y'all uh, thing. That's y'all thing. Keep mantra. pounding. Our mantra, was, yes, sir. Who was I talking to uh, about uh, Who was I talking to about that story with Trey Lance and Jimmy Garoppolo? How... Was I talking to you, Alan? I think so. It kind of sounded familiar. Like, I remember how you thought you were like you were like, bro, this shit got to be scripted. Oh right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, because they didn't want to pay him no money for real, right? Because they released Jimmy Garoppolo. You know what I'm saying? And and they start right. Trey Lance. They start Trey Lance, and then all of a sudden Trey Lance get hurt, and Jimmy Garoppolo get the starting position. And I'm sure they ended up paying him damn near half of what he could have got had they resigned him. You know what I mean? So the NFL might fuck. You know, it might be scripted for, at this point. It might for, be dealing with finesse them out of his bread. Well, hey, if yeah. it's scripted, keep my Eagles on top. <laughs> Next, we got a uh, <laughs> right. We got Philly at Arizona. Y'all see how I'm coming? Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm real. I'm I'm a realist when it comes to the Eagles. I'm not one of those fans who's like. Hey, birds always like they're gonna win every game. I'm a realist, and I know like I've always been on their ass in the game of their defense, huh? I'm joking. What you trying to say? That's cool. It's cool. No, it's team garbage. It's cool. I just know there's fans out there who always be like, 
my team. Yeah, they're gonna go to the chip every year. Actually, motherfucking Cowboys, but we ain't even gotta get into them. We are y- y'all know how the Cowboys is. Y'all know the Cowboys. Right, yeah, everybody right. be swearing the But the Eagles are something different this year. I ain't seen it. I ain't, I have not seen a team, an Eagles team in Philadelphia like this in a very, very long time. At least since I've been alive. Even when they won the Super Bowl that year, these niggas weren't like this. Shit, damn, for a form. Okay. That's so it. That's it. That's it. Yes. I'm locking in. They it, for the sake of the NFL, y'all better hope the Eagles lose. Not for the sake of the NFL. <laughs> I'm not really mad, like just because like I got a you know, a, a few homies who fuck with the Eagles. Like I've kind of right. adopted the Eagles to like one of those secondary teams where like I always kinda, you know, hope they perform well. But I mean shit, just just because of like Same. how confident you sound about these niggas right now, hey. I'm gonna go ahead and pick Philly too. Five and hey. Philadelphia. <laughs> I think Philly Philly gonna lose. They're gonna lose two to three games this year. That's it though. I was gonna say shit. Just losing two or three, like that's a great fucking. That ain't bad. That's what. Yeah, they they only like what thirteen and two, twelve and three. A pretty that's still division. They they play eighteen now, or they they still play seventeen games. Yeah, they did. I thought it was fifteen. Mm. It was it was seventeen, but I know that they added. I think they added a game. I think so it was 18. 18. So you're looking at what? 15 and 3? Games. 16 and 2? That's not bad. That's, those are nice records. Who do we see them losing to, though? See, I got asked this question at work, and I was trying to come up with an answer. On some bullshit, we're going to lose against the Commanders. We That's just the type ah. of team. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. No, it's going to be... To like the commanders of the Cowboys, it's always oh, like when y'all or like maybe that. the Panthers, right? Like Come on now, we step up big, okay? <laughs> I mean, I okay. the NFL, obviously the NFL, anybody can win on any given day, right? Just because that's just right. what the NFL is. It's not like college where you know what I'm saying you kind of know already, right? Off rip. But next we got Dallas at LA. Everybody's so LA. big in Cooper. And the Cooper Rush. And personally, no, 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 Cooper Rush. Who's Cooper Rush? Exactly. He's what was he's the like? quarterback. He's the quarterback for uh, the. Uh, oh, okay. Dallas I think I did now. see him play. He's like the ginger. Right. Yeah. Because I think they had a primetime game. I was wondering who he was. No, they he's good. He, he he he's good. I'll give him that. He he is good. But. Going with LA, huh? Okay, okay. There's just it's, it's just some about the Coopers going against each other. I'm taking Cooper Cup every time. Oh yeah, we talking about the, the triple crown, right? I'm taking Cooper Cup, even though you LA has not looked real. good this year. But I'm really yeah, yeah. LA been looking real mid, but I'm gonna take been looking mid. But I I'm curious to see how Dallas can at least how they can handle Aaron Donald. I didn't know how many times he gets double teamed the game until they talked about it on like NFL network. And they said like 85% of his snaps, he's getting double teamed. I was like, that would be ass. <laughs> double team, hey, triple team, and still, still be getting sacks. Still be fucking up the backfield. Like, right. that, like that, that's, that's crazy. Sad. Right. That shit is violent as hell, boy. Um, it is. But I mean, when you think about it, the offensive line got one more person on it than the defensive line, usually, unless they play like a, a bear or some, t- some type of shit like that. 
So right. I mean, shit, hell yeah, I'm throwing my extra on Aaron Donald every time too. For Throw sure, a couple extra on his ass. For sure, but Sorry. I'm locking. I'm locking in LA though. Uh, LA, yeah. we LA all around. Yeah. Okay, so for our primetime game on uh, Sunday, we got the Bengals at uh, Baltimore, which is crazy. This is this going to be why a game. it will, but why week five are we just now seeing Lamar Jackson on primetime? Because they don't want to give him his props. You know the answer. Yep, you know the saying. answer. Like I feel like Lamar Jackson. Ever since he got into the league, he's been faced with disrespect. Disrespect for what reason? I don't know. That shit that the they league. said that they said about the ball, like being like you couldn't see the ball in, in his skin when he running. That's and crazy. That, and that nigga wore white sleeves the next game and still went crazy. Right, bro. Yeah, see, every time they disrespect him, he come correct, he perform, and then they find another reason to disrespect him, and it's just so crazy. He, he just can't beat it. They really just don't want him to play quarterback. It's just because he's not the ideal. He's not the ideal quarterback. Like, but like, okay, he's throwing eleven case, touchdowns for four picks. So why is he the one facing all of this scrutiny? We don't hear nothing about. Uh, uh, why am I blanking on all these quarterbacks' names? We don't hear nothing about Justin Fields. We don't hear nothing about because you know Smith, Teddy Bridgewater. We don't hear nothing be, about because they're the ideal black quarterback. They're not making they're a lot of noise. The for the most part. They, they, they're the, you know, what I'm saying like Lamar Jackson is doing shit that nobody has ever done in the NFL. Like this, this nigga won NFL MVP. You said what? MVP. No, I'm sorry. He won league MVP. Oh my bad. <laughs> no, 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 I was saying we we had we had Mike Vick. I feel like no, we had Lamar Jackson. I feel like I'm just watching Mike Vick highlights. A hundred percent. But Mike Vick wasn't doing what Lamar Jackson was doing. No, Mike Vick. You mean like, he was uh, a lot of his game. Uh, they're similar, but I'm saying like Lamar Jackson runs way better than Mike Vick. Way better. Mike J- Mike I Vick was like sliding. That's just my personal opinion. Mike Vick was sliding. He was clearly, and Mike Vick had an arm, but like. I've never seen a quarterback as elusive as Lamar Jackson ever. Out of my years of watching in the NFL, you're doing this shit to grown ass men that play professional football at the highest level. And you're, you're, I've never seen this. You're making this shit look like peewee, bro. Yeah. That's facts. And you know what? I, I can, I'll add on to that. It's like in Mike Vick's era, that was like the first time they saw like a real scrambling and someone who was really efficient at scrambling and making plays off the scramble. And then, like, now that we even have that, like, teams are prepared for the scramble. But it's like Lamar Jackson, even when teams are prepared for the scramble, they, like, I don't know, some way, somehow they figure out to put him in the best position to where he can either run or throw the ball. And it's like... A lot of, that option. A lot of quarterbacks mm-hmm. now, like, being a dual-threat quarterback is the new wave. Like, that's what you want... And a quarterback being a dual threat. My, and Mike Vick's error, dual threat quarterback, that was not the thing. He was like the first dual threat quarterback that people were like, oh shit. But like the fact that Lamar Jackson is like in a dual threat quarterback error and he's still like the number one prominent quarterback, like he's still doing shit that I haven't seen dual threat quarterbacks do right now. And there's hella dual threat quarterbacks. Like it's just like Justin Fields, mm-hmm. dual threat. Jalen Hurts, dual threat. Like the list goes on and on, like of the dual threat quarterbacks Man, that are in the NFL. Right now, so well, I guess Cam Newton. Cam Newton was a Cam Cam. 
I am. I am. Don't get don't give me I fuck with your <laughs> Oh, I'm rocking with the Bengals. I rock with Joe and and and, and Winsonati, but they online don't be not Winsonati, right? Oh they wait, hold on, I forgot. We were just talking about talking about. Nah, I'm gonna take the Bengals because I feel like the Ravens right now. Who like aside from Lamar Jackson? Who are who are their other offensive threats? And the Ravens. That's the first thing that came to my mind too. Is like what. I know they got that tight end, uh, Mark Andrews. I think his name is. Uh, He's solid. Outside of they that, got, like, yeah, they got Rashad Bateman. To... That's that's He's solid too. That's one of their top. I mean, he has eleven receptions for two hundred forty-three yards and two tuds. So, okay, that's a. I just feel like in comparison to the Bengals and what they offer or what they bring into the table, because you still got to worry about Jamar Chase. You still got to worry about uh, Joe Mixon. Still yeah, he didn't line though, bro. Joe Burrow be getting yeah, sacked yeah, on an average of six times no a game. Time. No time. Now, obviously, I just made that up, but like he be getting sacked hellas, bro. I'm every game, every I'm Bengals. Like, Damn, six. I'm like, change my pick. <laughs> nah. Right. <laughs> but <laughs> right. if they all line can hold up, Bengals for sure. But I'm taking the Bengals, though. Yeah, the Bengals would. The Bengals they would have talked about that work in the trenches. It's always that. Always at no, working in the last Monday night, night game. game. Huh? Yeah, uh, you got Las Vegas at Kansas City. I'm going to Kansas City. Them niggas is just Kansas City, man. <laughs> exactly that. Kansas City is Kansas City. I feel like at this point, everybody already know what to say about it. The most damn near one of the most innovative offenses in the league. Got one of the most dynamic quarterbacks. Well, not like they got weapons at every position. It's another dual threat quarterback. I mean, but Patrick Mahomes is another quarterback where it's like you're not gonna get another Patrick Mahomes for a very long time. He's a different nigga. He's a different nigga. Yo. He be throwing the ball. He damn near be throwing it behind his back. I mean, the different arm angles that he can throw. <laughs> he did the little spin move with the. Y'all seen that? Right. Like. And the rest, I was like, Whoa. Okay. like bro, be. <laughs> Bro be out there making basketball passes. <laughs> like, what? Right, it's fun to watch. Real life. I appreciate uh, that. Real life. That's crazy. I mean, the last time they played Las Vegas, they beat them 48-9. But you know and what? that was this season? No, that was last season. So, obviously, the teams are different. I'm going to take the Raiders. I'm going to pick the Raiders. Oh, You're going okay, for only because... I I feel like week five is wait no this week four yeah no week, no, five. week five week five I feel like week five is generally when we start to see upsets because teams are starting to get together now and I feel like now mind you again I haven't been watching a lot of football so anything that I say is probably BS but I respect I it. feel like Devontae yeah. Adams and Hunter Renfro and Derek Carr and. All of them, I feel like they're definitely a force to be reckoned with. Now, I don't know much about the Raiders' defense. Or in even Josh Jacobs. Josh Jacobs be running that thing. Oh, no. So, But their defense is definitely going to be the determinant. And I don't know much about their defense. But I'm going to take a chance, and I'm going to go with the Raiders. I can tell you right now that their defense, uh, the Raiders' defense, is ranked 17. Which isn't okay, so like middle back, not mid, but below mid. But I can take it. 
I could take it. I'll take a risk on that. I could take We've a, seen a worse. healthy risk. Right. We've seen worse. But uh, cool. That's all of our picks for this week. So, obviously, when we recollect on Wednesday, we'll be able to uh, see who had the Maybe. best the best turnout in picks. Sorry. All right. Yeah, I should say those or some shit like that. Like, Damn, uh, we should have wrote it down. But, I mean, I guess we could just go back and rewatch it, huh? That, I mean, I feel like we could pretty much remember for, like, whose pick was who, for the most part. Yo, you know what we, sh- we ought to do? Like, this just, like, first episode ideas. Yo, we ought to make it, like, a competition to see who could get the most picks right. Right. Uh, have, like, a record at the end of the year or at the end of the season. Right. And just, like, you know, it's just for bragging rights or anything. You get a little little trophy at the top of your screen or something. Right. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> like, I don't know. No, I'm hey, with that. So, so, I'm with that. I just feel like then and, uh, then we'll be more serious about the picks. Like, nah, I need to know who's really gonna win this week. Mm-hmm. Right, right. So, but I'm with the program. Damn near an hour, and this one was a lengthier episode, which is cool. But first ever episode on off the record. Um, yeah. Can't wait for y'all to watch this. Right. Big, big, big claps. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Come on. Give it to us. Give it to us. us. (laughs) Right? So, it's been great. Be on the lookout uh, on our YouTube page for the next show to drop. This one's dropping this Wednesday. So, the following Wednesday will be obviously our episode two. Course. If, yeah, for y'all that don't know, we right we re- we record on Saturdays, so right, right. Look, remember, <laughs> like, comment, and subscribe in the box below. So make sure you see my finger in the box below. Right, right. And you, if you ain't showing love, you hating. So like, what side you gonna be <laughs> on? <laughs> we gonna flip for you. We just right. Gonna- Right. Things get better, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You can, you can stop hating at any time. All it takes is the click of one button. That's it. Just think about it. Hey, but we appreciate y'all for tuning in, and we're going to see y'all next time on Off the Record. Once again, I'm one of your co-hosts, Glenn Gibbons, and I'm here with my fellow brothers, Jason King and Alan Smith. So we're going to catch y'all next time. Y'all stay blessed, and y'all have a great rest of your week. Yeah, I'm going to start spitting. Right. The big drop. Big, right. Big, big, big drop. <laughs> right. Nah, I'm just playing. Nah, I'm just playing. I ain't a rapper. I am just playing. I am just playing. I ain't a rapper. I am just playing. I ain't a rapper. Man, I'm just playing. But I'm a rapper. No, I'm not. I am just playing. Hey. <laughs> I'm really coming to the I'm really coming to the I'm going to get in my book. I, 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 I,